welcome, welcome everybody to the Hockey Think Tank podcast brought to you by the HockeyThinkTank.com, a website for all players, parents, and coaches to go to get a little bit of education and a little bit of inspiration regarding the greatest game on the planet. What an episode we have for you guys here today. We are going with just Jeffrey Levechkio and I. And uh, this going to be a, a this, this going to be a little bit of a different one where Vex and I are going to talk about the three biggest lessons that we've learned on our hockey journey. And the way that we set this one up is neither of us has told the other one what our three biggest lessons are that we've learned on our journeys. And so it's going to be really interesting to kind of go back and forth. And I, I don't know, I think maybe we might have the similar ones or same ones. Um, obviously we know each other very well and, and uh, what makes each other go and uh, a lot of our shared stories and everything like that. So I'm really, really interested. And I think this one will go a long way for, especially a lot of the kids that are listening to our podcast right now on their way to the rink, whatever age you are, if you have a dream of playing a higher level hockey or for the coaches and parents too that might want to help their kids get through uh to a higher level or, or have some success in this game so vex let's introduce you the talent the meat of the podcast what's up dude dude i'm buzzing i'm absolutely buzzing i've been getting up uh earlier and earlier for the last couple of weeks yeah and uh you know feeling feeling good just giving myself that extra half an hour extra 45 minutes instead of trying to i mean I'll, I'll tell you what like everybody who listens to this podcast and know that i'm obsessed with training and and being physically healthy mentally healthy things like that because i believe it i know it 100 bleeds over to everything else in your life the worst thing in my health and wellness uh, uh journey and in my bag is definitely sleep and it's also probably the most important one <laughs> so um you know there's no excuse doesn't matter how much i work i need to work smarter um so that i can be better at sleeping but um been forcing myself to get up early which has also made me more tired by the end of the night i go to bed a little earlier been getting more and more done and uh i don't know man it's it's uh i've been buzzing i know that when you started getting up you know that hour earlier um after we had craig ballantyne on so if anyone hasn't listened to that episode dude you gotta listen to that episode craig's a killer um it really helped tof and uh, i already get up early but i decided to get up even earlier and i've been on fire ever since i've been doing it that's unreal you almost have yeah. more energy throughout the day don't you yeah it's wild man and you know my whole career my whole thing was like i have to work out i have to train in the morning like it's the most important thing in my day i have to train in the morning when i played that's what i did um, obviously now like my workouts are not the most important thing. They're everyone else's workouts, but, uh, I could still just get up earlier or an earlier and earlier and find a way and go to bed even earlier. Like, you know, and I've been doing that the last two weeks, I, I just started getting up before everyone else, no matter how early I have to get to the gym or doing whatever I'm doing. And, uh, it's been awesome, man. So anybody out there who's, who's, you know, working out or is looking at their new year's resolution for, for starting to get back into working out and things like that. I would really, really, really advise you if, especially if it's a new year's resolution and you want to start the year off, right. And you want to do that, try to do it before everything else. Trust me, because it's easy to skip it for most people at the end of the day after work. 
oh, I had a long day. I'm tired. Oh, I can't go. I don't want to go. Or you put a half-assed effort. So just something out there for everybody, even fitness professionals like myself. Like I go through that as well. I mean, I still go to the gym, but it's much, much, much better in the morning, which has made me a lot happier. That's cool, man. I like that. I, I will say, yeah, I don't think there's anything better for your mental health than to get up early and get some tasks accomplished. It's unbelievable. Like, like it, it literally right does away. wonders. And like when I get up early and I get stuff done, the amount of energy I have for the rest of the day is ridiculous. Like it, it it's it's almost doesn't make sense because it's a little bit of less sleep. <laughs> but just that like, you know, that mental wave of like I got something done and you can check that off and now I can move on to other things. Um, it it's an absolute game changer. So I'm glad you're doing that. I think that was that was really helpful for me for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm buzzing. I'm feeling good. The kids Excited. buzzing. The kids, kids buzzing. buzzing. Kids buzzing. He's going to he's he's I'm talking in like second person. <laughs> New microphones. What's up? <laughs> great, great episode. <laughs> uh, I'm going to Florida this week too for a couple of days to uh Florida. Yeah, Florida. I'm gonna hang out with the rapper and uh Kylie's family's there for um for Christmas. So gonna go there from Thursday to like Monday to see uh see her fam. So that'll be nice too. Are you gonna be in Chicago when I'm there for like oh, yeah. actual Christmas? Oh my god, I can't wait to hug your ass. Yeah, of course I will be. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yes, I will definitely Oh my god. Yeah, what, we're what just... movie? I uh <laughs> wedding singer. Um yeah. Oh, I, I was uh... thinking a different one. Oh, which one are you thinking of? Just friends. Which part? So when he's at the beginning, when you know when he's in like the fat suit, yeah, and then like the people figure out that he wrote that thing to Jamie in in his her yeah. yearbook, yeah, and he goes, "Oh my god!" Oh, I was thinking <laughs> of, I was thinking of uh, the boy George lookalike who's singing at, in Wedding Singer, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. something turns, like you know, Adam Sandler starts being a donkey on the <laughs> mic, and everybody starts jumping on him and fighting him, and the boy George person is like, oh ah, yes nah. yes yes <laughs> or you have tommy boy too when he's in the thing he's like oh my, my god, god. <laughs> <laughs> all right hopefully you guys are old enough to know all those movies you haven't seen wedding singer uh you're dead to me go see it immediately <laughs> oh man i like it okay so let's roll through some stuff here very quickly uh we have some people to thank and then we're going to get into our three lessons that we've learned our biggest ones are along our journey that hopefully can help you on your journey so first of all would like to thank gelsticks gelsdx.com the best place to go get weighted training sticks so many different people use them at the pro level the college level the junior level if you use the coupon code think tank one word you get a discount on your weighted training sticks jeffrey lavecchio what do you got for us I want to talk about Train Heroic. That's where uh, the the training app that I use with every team, every organization that I train, and there's hundreds of players in season I'm working with currently. Uh, you know, multiple, multiple junior teams across the country, Division three college that I'm the strength coach for, all online, and my off season programs around there. And if you are looking to get in shape and you want to be challenged, you can join my Train with Me team. Listen, guys. I am an Adonis. I've worked my ass off my whole life to be an absolute monster in the gym. And I'm not talking bodybuilder. I run circles around those freaking guys. All right. I'm talking about being in the best possible shape, strength, power, speed, and having fun training every day. 
All right. If you want to do that for barely a dollar a day, join my train me team. Okay. If you're setting a new year's resolution, most people fall off of the gym because they don't stick to a plan. They don't know what to do. And then they don't stick to a plan. All right. My train me team. All you do is you open up your phone, you hit start workout, you watch the videos, you follow along in the gym or at home. Super easy. Let, let me get you sexy and flexy like the kid here. Okay. Also want to thank cured nutrition. Cured nutrition is a CBD company I've been with for months and months and months. I actually just went on their uh, founders podcast, but that won't come out for a month. Joseph is a great man. And uh, I use CBD daily. I had a meeting today with a, a big time business client of mine who, uh, who's actually just started using it recently. And he loves it too. So uh, CBD is money. It helps with, uh, he's taking it for joint pain and it's definitely already started to help him. Um, but if you are in joint pain, if you want your brain to function better, you want to recover better. That's what I use it for. Or you've had a couple concussions like the old kid here, check out curednutrition.com, go to their website, use my discount GMBM. It's also a great stocking stuffer. Don't give people stupid things that they're going to throw out in a month. Give them the gift of health. Use train with me and cure nutrition. What's up? Boom. There you go. And I would also like to thank icehockeysystems.com, the best site out there for all your coaching education needs. They got thousands of drills. They got a drill drawing tool. They have partnered with the Hockey Think Tank for an association's platform where you can get this for every single coach within your organization and every single parent because they have access to the Hockey Think Tank Parent Survival Guide as well. So not only make your coaches better, but make your parents better. And with that, your players will get better with your organization. So go to icehockeysystems.com, look for the associations tab and get it today. It is an absolute no brainer value add, and this will be awesome. And before actually Vex, we get to our three lessons that we've learned. I actually heard this on another podcast today. I listened to the Jim Rome podcast. It's awesome. It's like one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, and it's called the um, Reinvention Project. So he brings people on that have like reinvented themselves. And it's like really, really, really cool to talk about a lot of the stuff that we talk about on our podcast, the ups and the downs, the adversity, you know, getting down, getting up when you get knocked down, all that kind of stuff and, and how they reinvented themselves to be better. And um, it's really, really interesting because he was talking today about Start your resolution today. Okay. Start your new year's resolution today. So you have some momentum going into January 1st. So many people are like going to use these next couple of weeks, you know, to just like be like, oh, I'm going to start on January 1st and I'm just going to gorge food and I'm going to be lazy and I'm going to like, you know, be a slob because I know I'm going to get better in a couple of weeks. But like in reality, if you use these two weeks to like start that, so you hit the ground running January 1st you're going to be much more apt to like actually follow through with whatever resolution that you're going to do. So I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting. And so many people start new year's resolutions on January one and then end them on January 5th, (laughs) because uh, like we talk about all the time, routine, discipline, getting rid of distractions, all that stuff. Like there's not a how to, to do that. And so I would just encourage everybody start now, learn what your routine is, get going have some momentum going into the new year. Boom. There you go. What do you think? Dude, I love that. I mean, I, I think that somebody asked me about this recently. I was on like five or six podcasts last week and somebody asked me about new year's resolutions and 
they said, what are your new, do, what do you do for new year's resolutions? And I was like, do you want me to be honest? Yeah. I was like, I don't freaking have them. I do daily resolutions. I reflect daily. Could I have been better? What could I do tomorrow to be better? And I just do that every day. So I don't know me personally, like that's just how I, I try to live that way every single day. How can I be my best? But I know everybody's not like that. And you know, they have things that they got to do or, or they make excuses, but yeah, I mean, I would say start tomorrow. <laughs> get a jump up and be like, I'm going to be better than the new year's resolutioners. I'm going to be whatever today's December 12th. I think recording this, I'm going to be 17 days better than all the other or 19 days better than all the, yeah, whatever it is. You, <laughs> you know, I am going to get off that porch and find that dog. <laughs> you you got a dog. You got a response. <laughs> you got some responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just that's just personally like how I've always felt, how I've always lived. I'm not saying it's the right way or the wrong way, but I feel like most people who are successful in anything are doers and they take action immediately when they've reflected and realize that there's action that needs to be taken. They don't go, uh, I'm gonna start in 19 days. Like I don't know. To me, that's that's weak minded. Let's start right now, people. Start tomorrow. If you're listening to this early in the morning, do something today to get on let's that journey go. earlier. Let's go. Okay. Let's get this started now. All right. So we are going to talk about share the three biggest lessons we've learned on our hockey journeys. And our goal, our mission in doing this episode is that this is going to resonate with tons of people out there because you know, a lot of journeys are the different, are very different, but a lot of journeys have some similar kinks to it. Right. And so by, by Jeff and I kind of sharing some of the stuff that we've been through, uh, some of the things that we've learned, hopefully it can trigger something in you to help you to be the best version of you. So, um, we have not talked about this beforehand. Um, we are getting right into it. I'm really interested, Vex, to what you're going to say your lessons are. I'm going to, I'm going to throw a guess out there to say that ours are probably (laughs) similar, um, because we think very similarly. Um, but why don't you get started with number one, go, what is one of the biggest lessons you've learned on your journey to where you are today? Yeah. For me, number one, bare minimum, this is the basement you build all your foundation on is be the hardest worker in the room. That is something that I learned throughout my career. If you truly want to maximize your potential, if you want to get as far as you possibly can, you literally have to be the hardest worker in the room or or always striving to be. It doesn't matter what level you're at. It doesn't matter if we're talking hockey, life, business, whatever it is. If you're the hardest worker in the room, you're always going in the right direction. Let me ask you a question that I think is very relevant to this. Um, First of all, uh, mine very similar, but I'll get to that when you're done. But what does that look like? Like, I feel like coaches always talk about, Hey, you need to be the hardest worker, but give me and give us a sense of what that means, what that is. Like, what does it mean to be the hardest worker around for me? Any, any, anything that you can turn into a competition inside your own head, even if everybody else doesn't know it's a competition, but you just turn it into a competition, you want to win at it. You want to prove and assert that, that you will win at everything. So I was talking to a a group of young players last week in a mentorship role that I do at TPH St. Louis here. And 
all of the mentorship uh, uh, days that I've done, I go once a month and work on work different stuff with them. This year, it's just so happened that they really wanted me to focus on like a couple kids weren't confident after, you know, like the first month of the season. So I, we went over like, how do you get your confidence back? How do you build confidence? And then another one was like resiliency. And all the ones that I had done up to that point were a lot of like in the classroom talking and showing YouTube videos and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, it's almost Christmas break. You guys have already played way too much hockey already. Uh, I want to have a fun day. So we did like, we went in the shooting room and we did like, uh, like stick tricks and like puck tricks and just like work, work some hand-eye coordination with the puck, but in a fun way, I wanted it to be a pressure off situation. So like simply I was like, okay, but guess what guys, we're going to have fun today. You know, on this first one, like you're just going to try and see how many times you can flip the puck up only a half rotation and land and catch it on your stick, flip it up, half rotation, catch, flip it up, catch, flip it up, catch. I was like, we're going to do this for two minutes. But even though today is a fun day, I was like, I don't care what, what we're doing. All the best players that I played with in my life, they wanted to win at everything. All of them. I wanted to win at everything. Tof wants to win at everything. So every time you drop it, you have to restart at, at zero. And at the end of two minutes, I want to see who gets the most in a row without dropping it. And I was like, and want to win. Have fun, but want to win at everything. I was like, if I said, I want you guys to go uh, over to the concession stand over there. And I pointed to the concession stand across the rink. I was like, if I was like, I want you guys to all go get a drink right now. I was like, if that's me. I want to be the first one there. I want to, I'll run there. You guys start moving fast. I'm going to move faster. I don't care what it is. Everything you do in life, want to win, find a way to make it a competition and just work your bag off day in and day out homework, like do all your homework, just everything, everything, do it at a hundred. For me, that's what being the hardest worker in the room is. I love it. I love it. I'm going to add to that because actually I will begin by saying that my, one of mine was there's no substitute for hard work. <laughs> so both of it. us had hard both of us had hard work um, as our thing. First of all, I'm gonna tell a quick story, and you'll you'll get you'll get a kick out of this. So um, it's finals time right now. So like the guys are kind of just optional skating or whatever, not much really going on. And I was leaving the rink yesterday around 5:30, 6 o'clock, and all of a sudden, like our offices are kind of like a room away or two rooms away from our weight room at our rink. And so all of a sudden I hear this like music blaring and like the lights are kind of dim or off or whatever. So I, I go into the weight room and literally like nobody else, at least from the player standpoint is at the rink. I walk into the weight room and one of our freshmen is in there and he is doing mobility workouts by himself with the lights out. And the best part about it is he was listening to, I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who is this kid? I love him. <laughs> He's unbelievable. TJ Hughes. And uh, it, it's just like, so I want to tell that story for a couple of reasons. One great song. I told Husey, I was like, Husey, you will get this in a couple of years when you get a little bit older, but wedding song, not many better than Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody like later on in the wedding, phenomenal wedding song. Um, and I'm sure you've, you've proved a, a few dance moves to, uh, to that song at the weddings. You are a, you're a fan. I know. Um, but the, the thing that I think is really powerful about that story is you and I talk about this and I literally have this framed on my desk and I have ever since I've had a desk and it's what you like the what you do when nobody's looking to me that's the hardest worker on it it's not the guy or the girl 
that like works hard when the coaches are there or works hard when the scouts are in the stands. Give me the person that works hard when nobody is looking because that's when you can separate yourself from everybody else. Everybody works hard for the most part when the coach is on the ice. Everybody works hard for the most part in games. But like, what are you doing outside of that? Like we have a saying here at Michigan that we brought, it's like, everybody works hard, dot, dot, dot. Do you want to be everybody? Like if I went to every single person Let's say you're let's say you're a college hockey player, okay? And I walk into a college hockey ro- uh, locker room and I say, "Okay, raise your hand if you work hard." What do you think the percentage is of people that are going to raise their hand when you ask that question? 100%. 100%. If I walk into a peewee locker room and I ask all of the players in that locker room to raise their hands if they work hard, what's the percentage of people that are going to raise their hands? Probably 100. 100%. Okay. Everybody works hard. Do you want to be everybody or do you want to be different? Do you want to be better? And for me, you can separate yourself when nobody's looking. Ooh, I love that. And and here's the thing too. Um, I gained so much confidence personally. You guys know I always try and give you the things that I know work for me. I personally gained so much confidence knowing I was doing more than others. Like not and, and obviously there's a point it's the competition in you yeah, like it's the competitiveness like yeah i did one more yeah yeah one i did one more rep than you now you're gonna do 10 i did 11 i'm better than you what's up and then you immediately just gained like self-confidence it is it is the the, the mind oh, hack. man I, I i can't even like stress this enough i literally can't and and a simple simple way i started doing this was i'd be the try to be the first one to the rank i was in high school and juniors and stuff like that in college you got classes so like it's not always possible but like if you can be the first one to the rank or you can be the last one to leave or you can do both dude i was in the american league i was the last one to leave the rank almost every single day and it just you know it it, it does a little something for you and if it gets you 0.001 percent better well hell yeah like that is a win you gain confidence from that Yeah, absolutely. And so the other thing that I would add to that too is I think there's a kind of like a miscalculation of what hard work is in terms of like, um, you grit your teeth and just give it 110%. To me, like I used to think that way and I still think that's important. Like you got to give it all with what you're doing. But for me, the separator from the good to, from the average to the good to the great is not like how hard you work. It's how often you're working hard. So like, it's easy to do a hundred percent once a week. It's not easy to do a hundred percent seven days a week. So to me, hard work is consistency. It's what you do when nobody's looking and it's consistency, you know? And, and I think that's changed. Like, I feel like when we were kind of growing up through the process of getting better as as players, it, it, it all of the talk was about doing it at one hundred and ten percent, which there's obviously valid point to that. But now I would put an asterisk to that, and I would say, okay, uh, no, how often are you doing the hundred percent? That's what's more important. One hundred percent consistency. <laughs> we say one hundred percent more in this <laughs> last. Dude. 30 seconds. Because, <laughs> you know, you can't get any higher. I don't, you, you know, know what else I heard? Hundo P. 
People yeah, are saying Hundo P now. Honey P, dude. I've been saying that for years. Yeah. The last, and, and yeah. there's no such thing as 110, by the way. That's not a thing. I know. That's your pet peeve. I freaking hate that. There's 100 <laughs> and you can't go over. You can't fill your gas tank up more than full. It's not possible. There's 100 and there's only 100. So if you think you hit your 110, well, guess what? Maybe you just actually found your 100. Like, that's how I think. And yes, consistency is Way everything. to go, Marissa. Way to give yeah. it 110%. We're going to have to name this uh, just quotes. We're going to have to name this episode <laughs> the quotes episode. We, we're, we're like eight movies deep already. Do you I know what movie that, that was? Um, yeah, old school. Duh, come on, get off me. Um, I love that movie, Crouching Tiger, <laughs> Hidden Dragon. I love it because of all the, the flying. Um, <laughs> oh, geez. Uh oh. Oh, there we go. All right. Damn it. Sorry. Uh, I, I pulled my mic off. I was getting so excited with the movie quotes. Um, <laughs> look at the baby. Look at the baby. Um, yeah, dude, there's no 110. There's only 100. And the people who consistently can hit their 100, like, dude, you're going in the right direction, man. You are going in the right direction. I love it. I love it. All right. Let's go to numero dos. What do yeah, you got? What's your, what's your number two? Uh, who does number two work for? <laughs> Dude, let's keep going. Right, let's. Anytime we can put one in, let's just put it in. We've already we've already gone down that road. Anytime you got one that that fits in, go. All Austin right, Powers and Gold Member. His Faja. Which, <laughs> Faja. What's okay. Number two. My number two is be coachable. Ooh. Be coachable, and just like always, be looking to get better, man. Like, um. Again, no substitute for hard work, but you have to have an open mind. You have to surround yourself with good people and you got to be coachable. Like that was one of the biggest things that I've seen as a college coach and a college recruiter was like the kids who were coachable got better. The kids who thought they knew everything didn't. <laughs> and I think a real, um, and we, we've talked about this and I've talked about this with a lot of guys at the higher levels of hockey. I think that the the players that I've coached that have really kind of gone on to do some pretty cool things in the sport, a lot of them, when you're coaching them, you only have to tell them once and then it's done. And then they continue to do it. Now they'll fail through it and stuff, but like they want, like whatever you tell, like they'll want to get better and they'll want to do it if that makes any sense. Right. So I, I think, and it was a huge thing that I started to ask like youth coaches and junior coaches as a college coach was like, is this kid coachable? Like, what does he like in practice? What are his habits? Like, does he look at you in the eye when you're trying to coach him? I think those things are so unbelievably important. And like, I just think to get better, like if you aspire to like cool things in, in anything, but in particular, we're talking about hockey here, you have to get better every day. You have to get better. Um, and so one way to do that is be open, be coachable, be open to learning new things, be open to failing through things. And at the end of the day, like I think being coachable is a huge predicator of, of players that I've seen gone on to, you know, have some pretty big success in the game. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't agree more with that. I mean, <clears throat> I I just think about like video and like how much video helped me and like having coaches 
do video with me and like learning from that. And, you know, if you think, you know, everything, or you think you're sweet or, you know, you're in practice and coach is like, Hey, I want you to do it this way. And you don't give it a hundred percent. You're not going to get the most out of it. You're not going to get better. And, and, you know, wisdom comes from experience. Wisdom comes from time. Wisdom comes with age more often than not. And so these coaches are older than you. Most, almost all of them, like they've been in the game longer. They've seen more, they know more, like listen to them, take their advice. It's just, it's massively important. And on the flip side of that, if you don't, if you don't do those things, well, guess what? Like you're, you're not, they're not going to do you any favors by when people ask the coach about you, what kind of kid is he, you know, what kind of person is he, if you're not somebody who can take direction, if you're not somebody who can fall in line, if you're not somebody who can, who can, you know, do those things, guess what? They're not going to be promoting you. And the coaches, the next level don't want to deal with you. That's another thing too, from that angle, not just to be your best, but to help you help yourself. Like Jerry McGuire, you know, like, like help me help you here. Okay. So, um, there's, there's so many reasons why, but I mean, first and foremost, like, even if you don't like your coach with some people, you know, when you, they get older, they don't, even if you don't like your boss in the real world, even if you don't like this person or that person, guess what? There's something you can learn from everyone, even if they're not as smart as you, even if they're not as good as you, whatever. And that, you know, and you're probably wrong. Um, you can learn something from everyone. So like you constantly need to be doing that. So it's my goats. All right. What's your number two? My number two, it kind of goes along with that one. Um, always be learning, you know, so it, it kind of goes along with being coachable because you're being coach. If you're coachable, then you're going to be learning from the coach. But for me, and we talked about this two, maybe it was last episode or two episodes ago, but a, a turning point in my career was, was, uh, you know, a, was in a car accident with a teammate and uh, they brought in a sports psychologist to talk to the guys who were, who were at the, who were uh, in the accident. And uh, he gave me this CD to help me sleep because I was having nightmares every night from the accident. And on the CD, it was six tracks and five of them were sports performance tracks. And I started listening before every game on my Walkman, you know, you got to worry about the skips. And I think I had it in a fanny pack that I'd wear like while I was warming up or sitting on the training table, listening to whatever. It's ridiculous. You kids don't listen and you don't even know what I'm talking about. No idea. No, they probably don't even know a bunch of young kids. They don't even know what an iPod is, man. They're just used to music on their phones. I digress. Um, And the sports psychology CD, you know, it had me doing things that nobody at the time was really doing. Like, especially anybody who was probably not a pro athlete is like probably around the time when Michael Jordan was like really doing this stuff. Um, And uh, and one of the first guys maybe. And I was like, whoa, like when I do this visualization and I listen to the CD, like I play way better. I'm way less nervous. I have more confidence on the ice. And that was the catalyst to me being like, okay, like what else outside of hockey can I bring in and learn more about that's going to make me better at hockey? And for me, living with your boss, Brandon Arado, uh, University of Michigan head coach now, not a big deal. Um, <laughs> he got me into nutrition big time big time got me into nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking at me like, that's funny. I've seen him eat lately. Don't get me fired. No, but, <laughs> but not NARS uh, mom and stepdad owned gyms and online training and they were super into nutrition. I'd already gotten into working out and, uh, but I wasn't super into nutrition yet. And he taught me a ton, a ton. And I immediately saw a boost in my energy, my performance, my cognitive performance, and I was like, okay, well, we got 
We got, you know, sports psychology, we got nutrition trainings, obviously all these things that aren't hockey related helped me be better at hockey. So I constantly was just from then on just searching for what can I learn that's going to make me better in hockey, whether that's a leadership book, whether that's watching video with coach and learning about the importance of watching your shifts and, um, you know, breaking them down, nutrition, psychology, um, coaching. That's another one. I got, I got junior college, even pro guys. And I'm like, dude, go donate one hour a week or one hour a month. If you're a pro guy and go to a youth practice or like a junior practice and coach. Cause when I started coaching in the summer, I got better as a pro too, because when you coach something, you internalize it different than when you're doing it. And so I'd be like coaching kids on the ice or in the gym or in the summer, whatever, during my off seasons. And, and all of a sudden I'd be way better at whatever I was coaching that day, because I think it just goes through your brain through a filter in a different way, a different lens. And you're having to speak about it and you're having to, to talk about it and demonstrate and show it. And you're like, Oh man, like I'm not even doing it that way. Like I got to do it that way. So my point is always be learning always, 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 whether it's in the game, like how you think of it, watching players that you want to be like, listening to coaches, taking advice from mentors, agents, advisors, whatever it is, and just find every single thing you can do to be learning on any way that could help that piece of the puzzle that makes up who you are as a player. Boom. Love it. Hey guys, I want to introduce you to a new company called NordVPN that allows you to watch things from all over the world and also has an unbelievable security feature for you too. If you're bored of US Netflix, why not take it for a spin in the UK? Using NordVPN and a click of a button, you can do just that. There's no need to travel to Japan for your favorite anime when NordVPN can also bring it right to you. With over 5,000 plus server options, no show is out of your reach. Using our show's link at nordvpn.com slash think tank, you can receive a huge discount on a two-year plan plus one free month. NordVPN also has unbelievable security features that can help protect you, and they've doubled down on keeping you safe with their new threat protection feature. Say goodbye to intrusive website ads and malware. Even if you download an infected file, threat protection kicks in and deletes it before it makes a mess of your computer. Don't forget, there is literally no risk to you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Give it a try, and if you like, great. If not, they'll issue you a refund and you can pretend the entire situation never happened. Check out my link again at nordvpn.com slash think tank to get your subscription started today. Again, that's nordvpn.com slash think tank. Okay. So our first two, very similar, both of ours. <laughs> I don't think that's any surprise. Uh, what you got for number three? By the way, we did not tell each other our list before this. We said before uh, yesterday, we talked to each other and said, bring three things. So it's kind of funny that they're so similar. Yeah. Um, my last one is, uh, you know, I've talked about on the podcast before my dad's only advice to me for, ho for, for the game of hockey from elementary school that I can remember all the way through pro was, um, hard work, patience, more hard work. We've already talked about hard work. Well, now I'm going to talk about patience. And, uh, I kind of put like a little slashy in the middle. I wrote, I wrote compound interest slash patience. And this right, is you have to explain to everybody what compound interest is. Yeah. So, so compound interest is 
if your goal, I'll use like very easy things to, 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 to demonstrate. If your goal is to back squat three plates on each side, so like 315, if your goal is to back squat 315 and you're 12 years old, you don't go in the gym and do squats on day one and think on day two, you're going to squat 315. It actually took me years and years and years to squat 315. And now I hate squatting, but I digress. I was going to say, uh, what an analogy for something yeah, you absolutely yeah. despise. Well, no, yeah, yeah. I didn't, well, I also didn't want to use bench press, but I want to use something that everybody knows what it looks like so they can vision it in their head. Um, so, so, you know, it takes years to get up to 315, right? It's not an overnight thing. And every day you just have to trust the process that what you're doing today, giving a hundred today is going to make you better tomorrow. And then in a week and then in six weeks and then six months and then in six years. So it's kind of like building a house, whatever your goal is, let's say that's, that's the, it's a three-story building. All right day one or, or today, like you're, you're putting a brick down tomorrow add another brick the next day add another brick. It's going to take a long ass time to get those bricks to stack to a three-story house, but that's compound interest. That's how it works every day, doing everything you can to get better and trusting the process. Unfortunately, in today's social media age, which it's the best and also the worst thing we have available to us. Everybody just sees the good stuff. Everybody just sees the success. Everybody sees the kid committing to the school saying, thanks for everybody helping me along the way. Right. They don't see all the work that that kid's done since they were seven years old and starting out in hockey. They don't see all the workouts. They don't see all the little details. They don't see the nutrition. They don't see the sleep. They don't see anything else that went into it. They just see that. And unfortunately, everybody thinks it's going to be easy to achieve these very high level goals. Well, I'll tell you what, mom, dad, coaches, it's our job to tell these kids, nah, that's what that's that's the tip of the pyramid, man. You want to get there. It is possible. But it's a day to day to day to day after day after day after day after day thing where you're building those bricks and laying them on top of each other and knowing that you're getting better every single day day as you get closer to that goal and having the patience that you're not going to get them today. You're not going to get them in a week. You're not going to squat 315 in, in six weeks. It might be six years, but every day chasing it with that pursuit of your goal, that's compound interest. That's how it works. And you have to believe in the process. That's unreal, man. Actually, um, one of my really good friends in the game, his name is uh, Mark Denny. He's a, kind of a mentor. Like uh, He's been the head coach at Merrimack. He's the director of amateur scouting now for the New Jersey Devils. He actually literally gave me a book, and I can't remember the name of the book, but it was all about compound interest and how that relates to like real life and how the gains that you see, you don't even really see for a long time. You know, the the billionaire entrepreneur typically starts with nothing, <laughs> you know, um, and everybody starts somewhere. Uh, I always like to say in the coaching world, you know, these people who are at the top of the profession in college or in pros, they were a volunteer once, you know, they were a graduate assistant once every, like literally every single one of I shouldn't say every single one of them, but most of them. Dude, you look, look at you. Look where you started. You're working for University of Michigan hockey team, which I would argue is probably the premier number one spot for anybody who wants to be in college hockey, player, coach, whatever. Where did you start? What was your first call? What was your first thing you did out of, at, at, when you retired from playing? Grad assistant. Boom. 
boom shakalaka. <laughs> That's exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You you like you you have to start somewhere, and you know I think it, from a coaching perspective too. I think all the coaches at the top of their profession will tell you that their biggest growth and development years were those first couple years as graduate assistants or volunteers because you're you're doing all the work that the head coach gets credit for, <laughs> if that makes any sense. You know, like you're really logging the hours on video and you know, planning travel or like whatever is needed to make a, a program run. And you just get such an appreciation and such a knowledge base from doing the dirty work um, that it just makes you better and gives you perspective. And like, yeah, like Nick Saban was a, like a graduate assistant coach. Bill Belichick was a volunteer coach, but Phil Jackson coached in Puerto Rico, you know, like it, it, you look at like almost everybody, they started somewhere, man. And, and some people get lucky and, and, and I got lucky in my coaching career too. You know, I was a graduate assistant and I got really lucky. The fact that at my alma mater Cornell, two coaches left the same year, two assistant coaches. And so I was able to sneak into one of those, um, but it's a it's a grind, right? And that compound compound interest that you're talking about, it's doing the dirty work that just stack upon stack upon stack upon stack. And very rarely do you see the success right away. It takes weeks, months, years, decades for some people before they they see the light at the end of the tunnel. And that's why like stick to itiveness is so freaking important. Um, and and having the ability to be patient, like you said, and and fight through the adversity when things aren't going your way. It's just such a predicator of, of really, really highly achieving people. Um, and I love that man, patience and compound interest are, are huge. And yeah, that book that, that coach Denny, he gave me, um, like really kind of changed the way that I look at things. And then I think if people kind of like recognized how important those things are, compound interest little 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 for so long not seeing the success right away but sticking to it you know eventually you're gonna get there um if you put the work into it and so i i love that man i think that's amazing yeah what was your third one uh so my third one i guess maybe a little bit similar to yours um maybe a little bit different but you know just i think a lot of people looking back at you know, when you're out of it or, um, a little bit older and a little bit wiser is you got to remember to be in the moment and enjoy it. I, I think, Ooh. especially for, for high achieving people, um, one of the, and we've talked about it. I think one of the things that make great people great is they're never satisfied and they always want better and they, they always want more. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I think one of the biggest regrets that a lot of high achieving people have, and one thing that they change when they get a little bit older is they start to focus a little bit more about being in the moment and, and enjoying where you're at. Um, I think, yeah, like I struggle with it. I, I'm, I know you struggle with it. You're a lot better at it now. Um, but like, you have to remember, like when you think back, you just get nostalgic you know, and, and you remember all the good times at the rink, in the locker room, away from the rink at every single level that you play for all the good times that you had, all the great people you got a chance to know, all the people you got to learn from all the people you got to go to battle with. And, um, you know, I, I would, 
I would enjoy it a little bit more. <laughs> I would, I would want to be a little bit more present in in what I was doing. Um, not focusing on the things that I can't control, focusing on the things that I can control and really just learning to enjoy the, the, the good times, the bad times and everything in between, because when you get to be a little bit older, you miss it. You miss it a lot and you'll probably miss it for the rest of your life. Um, so, you know, for all the young kids out there, take a step back every once in a while and understand and appreciate the the moment that you're in, whether, whether it's a good one or a bad one. Um, and, and recognize that from a couple guys right here that are, have microphones and talking on a podcast, like you'll be here one day. And the last thing you want is to have regrets. And I think one of the biggest regrets of a lot of high achieving people is I wish I would have enjoyed it more. Truth. Uh, dude, 100%. And this is something that I definitely did struggle with a bit until the later years of my career. And the only reason that I stopped struggling with it and I was able to do it is because I knew there was a, not a light at the end of the tunnel. I knew that the tunnel was ending. <laughs> I knew that my career was, <laughs> you know, getting closer and closer to ending. And I had already started my training business and towards the end of my career, dude, it, like it was really hard for me to train myself and have pros just work out with me in the morning, 6am. Sometimes we go boxing at 5am 5, 5 to 6 and then we'd go lift from like 6.30 to whatever, 8.30. And then I'd, I'd have a snack and then I'd go work all day training kits. And I was like, damn, dude, like it was a lot easier when it was just hockey, <laughs> when it was just about me. And, I, and I, so I was very grateful for the season to come when it was just about me. And all I had to do was worry about my own miss, um, seven different <laughs> kinds of smoke and <laughs> slaying these tonight. Um, a lot of movie quotes today. But I think that, the you know, this is so important. And I, I did an advising call for a kid who I've done multiple calls for him this year. It's his first year juniors. And, uh, he's a, he's an overthinker. He's a great kid, but he's an overthinker and he's constantly worrying. And I'm like, dude, you're playing junior hockey. When we did our advising calls over the summer, he was like, I don't think I'm going to make it. And he just comes from a negative mindset a, a, a lot of times. And now he's there and he's still like, all right. I'm like, dude, you're here. This was your goal. Like love it every day. Have fun with the boys every day. Like be present. And like we've talked about, I think the easiest way to kind of be present in the moment and be grateful and all that stuff is perspective. You know, think about the hardest time you've ever had and then be like, dude, I'm at the rink with my best friends, battling our asses off, having fun, getting better, you know, whatever it is. And like, bring yourself back to that present moment and it will allow you to, to soak up those moments, to really take it in versus just like getting through things. And I think this is so massively important also because Hockey's going to end whether you're, you know, TOEF at a couple years pro me at 10 years pro, you know, one of my guys, yeah. clients, and one of our listeners, Paul Stasny, you know, I think he's on like year 16. Just right? scored again last night or not no. last night, but a few nights ago. Yeah. Not a big deal. What's up. You know, I think he's on year 16, year 17 in the NHL. Like even if he plays 20 years, guess what? His hockey career will end. He'll never play a real game again after that. Like it's going to come for us all. So you have to enjoy it. Whatever you got to do to remind yourself to enjoy it, to be present, to stop and smell the roses. Like you, you guys, you have to do it. And parents, you got to remind your kids because I think that um, so many people are, are, they lose sight of that. And, you know, for kids, especially that can't happen. The game has got to be fun first and foremost. 
A hundred percent, man. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And, uh, I don't know, I'm almost getting a little bit nostalgic right now, even kind of thinking back. And, and I, I think that's good advice for anybody. Um, like just try as best as you can to enjoy it and have some perspective. Like life's going to throw a lot of stuff at you. Um, a lot of tough stuff and, and the more you can be present in what you're doing. And, and I was having a conversation with somebody at the office here today too, about like, like you can find a positive in anything, even in like the hardest of situations, you know, and, and, and that's a lot easier said than done for sure. And, and I'll raise my hand and say, I'm not the greatest at that at times. Um, but really like it's, we say this a lot, but like, it's not what happens to you. That's most important. It's the way that you choose to see the things that happen to you. And, um, I think that goes both ways when like tough things happen to you. Okay. What, what's a positive that we can find out of it. And when great things happen to you, like, it's okay to say, Hey, yeah, I did something good today. (laughs) You can pat yourself on the back and give yourself a little self-care, a little self-love, and then get back to, you know, what, what made it happen and, and continue to do that, you know, like we talked about with the hard work stuff. And so, um, you know, I just be in the moment as best you can it, learn to enjoy it sitting here with you. Like just it's important. Yeah. I, I don't know how it was for you, but like my parents said, like, Jeff, I don't want you ever bragging to other people like about the things you do, like when I was playing hockey. Right. But you cannot brag to us like be proud, like tell us, talk about, you know, whatever, like tell us how cool your goal was. Tell you, tell us what you did. Like they always said, like, you cannot brag to us outside of our family, outside of the house. Like, okay, that's a different story. Don't be a cocky little idiot. But to mom and dad, we like, go ahead, tell us, tell us what you did. Like, and that was something that was always um, pretty cool for me. And I also think it's the reason that maybe I'm, I'm, able to pat myself on the back. And I think this is important. You have to be able to acknowledge the things that you've done that are cool, that are good, that that you've done well, that you've succeeded at, especially if something you've worked hard for. I'm not saying you got to put it on the internet for everybody to see, but you at least got to look in the mirror and give yourself a smile and a little pound and be like, hell yeah, I set out to do blank and I did that. How many people in the world don't do that, didn't do that, couldn't do that, wouldn't do that, right? Yeah, like you've got to be proud of the things you've done. You only live once, man. Like most people don't accomplish shit. You did something, be proud of it. Be proud of it. Give yourself will, that pat on the back. I will um I will actually step in here because I am not good at that. And I literally, it's so funny, you know, those like little tiny post-it notes, there's like the regular size post-it and then there's a the little and tiny there, so there's tope, tope size, tope size. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned to make the short jokes before the other people can. There you go. Um, like I, that's like literally something I wrote down and, and like put on my computer screen is like, be proud of the things that you've done. Um, because like, I, I mean, I've, told a lot like this job that I've taken as a director of hockey ops here, I've never done this job before. And I got the job at the end of August when like the players were already there. (laughs) And so there's a lot to do. And there's been a lot of things to figure out. There's been a lot of like just discovery and hard times of just like figuring out what to do and how to do it. And, and, uh, 
And then like, you kind of sit back like one day, like three weeks ago, I was like having a tough time because as a perfectionist, if you don't do things right every time you are hard on yourself. And so I sat back and and I was like, all right, okay, what, what good have I done? Like what? And, and like, I, I could list off like a hundred different things (laughs) of like ways that I helped the program. And so I was like, okay, I'm just like, I have to be proud of those things. I can't focus on the one thing or the two things that I probably could have done a better job at. I'm, let's focus on the 98 things that I've actually done well. And so I posted that just as a, like a reminder. And I know you're big on that, like putting reminders on your phone and on your mirrors and all that kind of stuff, just as like an affirmation, just to kind of get you in that headspace. And like, so you're good at that. I am not. There are people that are listening to this podcast that are good at it like you. And there are people listening to this podcast that are not good at it like me. And so I just feel like telling a story of like a personal story for me, kind of like what the past three months, just figuring this new job out at a new place, (laughs) my entire family in nine days, like there's a lot going on. And, uh, and so like, that's one of the things that I did. I I put that little tofe sized, uh, you know, post it on my, uh, on my computer, uh, along with a couple other little things just to kind of get me in a in a better headspace, you know, when I'm at the office, just to make sure that I'm I'm patting myself on the back, as you say, and and just kind of like remembering the the good things. Oh yeah, dude. I, I think that's massively important. I also think I need to reach out to post-it notes and get a deal with them. Cause I tell everybody to do that. <laughs> everybody. Dude, what movie? He invented post-its. <laughs> what oh dude, wait a minute. Oh, Romeo and Michelle's high there school. There you go. Wow, dude! I had to dig deep into the vault for that one. Yeah, I've only post-its. seen that movie twice, I think. And then Janine yeah. Garofalo's like, "No, you didn't. This guy did." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, dude. I wow, love you it. got you know that. I love I, it. Yeah. That was that's like a kind of an obscure one. Good work. Yeah, you know. We were actually we were actually eating lunch today, and we were talking about saving Silverman. If you could believe that. Oh, glorious! I was I saying how it. the first time I saw it was with you. Yeah, in, uh, yeah, in the living room, we were like, "Yeah, let's just watch the movie, whatever." And then, like, I think like, we rented it from Blockbuster. Way. I think we no. rented. Yeah, I think we had to physically drive to a store, rent. At that time, eh, probably DVD. That might have been a VHS. I don't it know. It might have been a VHS. I don't remember. Oh. No, I don't remember DVDs at Blockbuster. Yeah, I don't know, dude. So we were VHS. rocking a VHS. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay, we just aged ourselves there. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. And with that. It. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hopefully Actually, you know you what? This one was a lot of fun. This was like, um, this was like almost like a therapy session. Yeah. Just kind of like rehashing some stuff and and like talking about like things that we learned and things that yeah. kind of made us better. And like that, that's our goal. I think with this entire podcast is just to kind of lay it all on, on the line between the two of us or the three of us or the four of us or the five of us, whoever's on uh, the call and, and just lay it all out there so we can help you be the best version of you. And I think some of these things helped us to be the best versions of, of us. I think Vex and I would both say that it's not easy. (laughs) Um, It definitely takes a a lot of work, but um, our goal is hopefully we, uh, we helped you guys get a little bit better today. And, and, you know, to the parents out there, like, look, especially the ones who are trying to help their kids achieve whatever their goals are, that could be going from house to B, B to A, A to double A, A to triple A, double A to triple, whatever it is, right. You're trying to help your kids. 
everyone now or most people now have a trainer most people have some idea of nutrition everybody can watch video and youtube and do all these things like those are kind of starting to be the bare minimum they pretty much are especially at the higher levels so we want to bring even more value right like how can we help you as a coach as a parent as a player level up even more than the stuff that everybody's already doing and these little things that seem insignificant they are not they are not topes five four i was a hilarious skater with not a lot of great vision we both made it pretty damn far. I'm damn it. I was going to do happy Gilmore. I'm not attractive. Looking. <laughs> you know, that gator that got your hand. I got his um, head. I got his head. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like I can't, I literally, and this is why my training company is so successful here in St. Louis. It's because it's more than training. We do. We talk about this in my gym all day, every day, all these little things, everybody trains. Everybody goes to practice. Everybody lifts weights now. So what else can we do to help you? And I think literally that's what our show is about. We're trying to help you with every little thing we can. Seven different kinds of smoke helping you every day. And if you guys are, you know, liking this, please continue to share us. Continue to send it to your coaches and ask to share it with the organization. Send it to the organization head. If you like an episode and you think it's going to help everyone in there, like, our mission is to help as many hockey players, parents, and coaches as we can. And that done that, I mean, we haven't gotten over a million downloads on accident. Like we had that because so many people were sharing and, and, you know, telling others about our mission and what we're trying to do. So just want to remind you guys, as always, please share the show, uh, rate, rate us, like us comment. You can go to our, our Instagram. We have an Instagram now for just the show, um, hockey think tank podcast, and you could DM us with things that, that you want us to talk about, or if you have a good guest idea, like, don't be afraid to throw them out there. Right. Because our job with this is to help us help you. For sure. And I don't know if I told you this, or maybe I said this on the podcast, but a couple of weeks back, we played out at, uh, at Wisconsin, and I was literally talking to somebody and a family like walked by and they were like, Topher, they heard recognize voice. that voice. <laughs> that <laughs> is yeah. cool. Yeah. It was unreal. So I got to take a picture with them and, and uh, yeah, you know what, like just making an impact and, and helping people be a little bit better, have a little bit more perspective. That's our why we talk about our why a lot. And uh it truly, truly is. And so um, very, very appreciative to everybody that that shares us and, and gives us ratings and reviews. Reach out to us too. We have a, a email for the podcast now as well, hockeythinktank at gmail.com. And so if you have any funny stories, if you have any questions, uh, if you have any perspective that can help make us better, like we're all for it. So reach out to us through, like Jeff said, Mr. Blue Checkmark on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, um, actually I have a Facebook, so I have like a coaches community, hockey think tank coaches community on Facebook that like legit got hacked and it's like all these spam messages now. So if anybody knows how to like rectify that, please let me know, reach out to me because I've like been sitting here like hours a day, like deleting all these posters, like thousands of them. And I don't know how to stop it. So if you're a Facebook, uh, aficionado and know how to do that, please reach out. But I digress. Thank you guys so much for all of your support for this podcast. We so appreciate it. I hope you guys get something out of this podcast that we did here today that can help you with your game or your life. And 
We'll see you next week. Peace. Daddy wasn't there.